How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. You only want what's best for your baby. And so does BJ's. BJ's offers a variety of baby products that will take you from playtime to bath time to bedtime and beyond. Shop now through September 24th at BJ's for $3 off Johnson's, Aveeno, or Desitin baby products. Only the best will do when it comes to caring for your little ones and for parents, too. Give your baby that special care and save big at BJ's. Welcome to The Approach Shot, the golf show that's more laughs than links, more stories than strokes, more guffaws than golfers. Here are the hosts of The Approach Shot, John Ashton and Neil Michaels. One more time, it is us, The Approach Shot. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm John Ashton, <laughs> the guy with the bad accent. That's Neil Michaels. <laughs> that's true, Goffner. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't. I wish I hadn't proved it so quickly. <laughs> have you survived the, uh, the the weekend last weekend? I have, and in, and in fact, it's very interesting because we had such an amazing Masters this year, mm-hmm. and because so many people were talking about it. There's kind of a like a Masters hangover. We're talking about it. We're buzzing about it. I kind of want another major really soon, but um, <laughs> it was it was remarkable. And, you know, this was also the week that, that we had the NCAA tournament. We had WrestleMania. We had uh, baseball start. So, you know, we had we had a lot of sports. I'm having to catch my breath. I, I heard a story that uh, you may be interested in. It was um, about using golf for some Judeo-Christian cooperation. Ah, it seems that, that Benjamin Netanyahu actually sent a, a message to the Pope and said, I suggest that we get together and play a game of golf just to show how well we can cooperate, even though we're from you know different sides of the religion. Pope said, that's a great idea, but I don't play golf. So he goes hmm. to the College of Cardinals and says, do any of you play golf? And they're all, no, we don't. But one of the Cardinals said, I have a parishioner who is a devout Catholic in my hometown of Columbus, Ohio. And I know that he's a great golfer. So they had this little ceremony and they made Jack Nicholas a priest temporarily. Oh. <laughs> and he played representing the Vatican. Wow. And when it was over, he called the Pope to, you know, report. He said, Your Holiness, I have to tell you, I have never driven the ball so consistently well. I have never in my life hit my irons as crisp as I hit them in that round. And my uh-huh. putts, no matter from which direction and how far, all found the center of the cup. It was as if I was being inspired by someone from above. And the Pope said, sounds great. So we won. He said, no. Regrettably, I lost by three strokes to Rabbi Tiger Woods. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. And by the way, I don't know if you know this, but Benjamin Netanyahu Uh was the original creator of Yahoo. So that's why when you say his name or when I say his name, you have to say Netanyahu. <laughs> oh, I've, I've killed that's John. <laughs> that joke went down the wrong way, man. <coughs> I you remember went that much joke. longer for a much shorter laugh. 
I, <laughs> I remember that uh, jingle. <laughs> you did not remember that it was associated with with that German name. I did not. I did. I did, however, remember that uh, his he used yeah. to with me. His his uh, brother was the guy that uh, led the raid on Antibi. Is he not? I do believe so. Yes. Yeah. Wow. We <laughs> we we have we have raised the bar so high on mountain of useless information today. <laughs> you can uh, write it down, use it to amaze and astound your friends at your next party if you're having Indeed. one of those parties. <laughs> if, on the other hand. Your party is an ice cream party with sprinkles. Sprinkles. Boy, do we have the guy for you. That's it. Whoop, here he is. <laughs> Very nice. DC Glenn is our guest today of the hip hop group tag team, who we will recognize because we just gave you two ginormous <laughs> hints. <laughs> and he has seen a, a resurgence in both his individual and his uh, musical careers. Absolutely true. Thanks. Yep. Thanks, Geico, for turning a career <laughs> that was already doing well up a notch. That's right. And then, of course, golf is a funny game, and we've got uh, got a, a wonderful comedian who tells stories. So, yeah, Jeff Piccolino will be with us. So, Jeff Piccolino, DC Glenn, and you, a motley crew, if there ever was one. It's all coming up, so hang out. We'll be right back. We are the Approach Shot. Attention anyone who is impacted by the current pandemic and has $2,000 or more in credit card debt. If any credit card companies extended your credit with attractive interest rates or low minimum balances, and now because of it, you owe thousands of dollars in credit card debt, here's some really great news. It happened to millions of people at no fault of their own. But thanks to a powerful program now approved, anyone with $2,000 or more in credit card debt can cut their credit card payments up to half and reduce or eliminate interest charges altogether. That's right. Our nation wide nonprofit program is helping U.S. residents cut their credit card payments. We've helped over half a million people with their credit card debt, and now we can help you. Bad credit card debt happens to good people. Get free of credit card debt today. Call Credit Guard of America now at 800-672-6925 to see how this powerful nonprofit program can work for you. The call and information are free. Call 800-672-6925. That's 800-672-6925. 800-672-6925. And thanks for hanging with us and coming back to The Approach Shot. I'm John Ashton. He is Neil Michaels. We have DC Glenn from the rap group Tag Team. Turn on your TV. You're going to see his commercial any minute now. (laughs) Everywhere. (laughs) Everywhere. (laughs) And DC, we have no business trying it. Would you just say it one time? Sprinkle! (laughs) (laughs) Look, man, let me tell you something. I've seen that commercial a million times and every time that comes on and even... Though I did it, I still laugh, and I have no reason why. <laughs> I have no reason why. It does that I, to it, everybody, DC. Yes, it, it does. does. It's, just, it's just funny and stupid, and all of these things all at once, and it just, <laughs> it just works, man. It just works. So I don't, I don't question it. I just enjoy the ride. And I, and I have to tell you, I've spent a lot of time on the advertising side of the business, mm-hmm. and the agency out of Richmond are brilliant, creative people. Mm-hmm. For them to be able to take the idea of this cultural phenomenon and turn it into a second wave and then being able to bring in you guys, but also being able to bring in the actor and actress with you that yes. can 
doing the goofy dance to it and stuff. It just, yeah. just made the commercial. And it's amazing because I'm an actor, right? You know, I've transitioned from rapper to licensed commodities broker, then worked in the clubs and, you know, now I'm, I do voiceover. And, and as soon as I got the word about that commercial, I started preparing. And you would think, preparing for a Geico commercial, <laughs> but because I, I, you know, I'm good at improv and because I am a professional actor, I started work. You know, I said, I want to have six or seven different scenarios that I can use. Mm-hmm. And the first one was the spinning scoop. And I was trying to find a fabricator and nobody could build a spinning scoop for me. <laughs> and we had our wardrobe meeting and I'm like, you know, I, t- I go to the director and I'm like, I got a couple of ideas. He's like, DC, anything you want to do, we can do. I was like, okay. I tried to have a spinning scoop, but I couldn't find nobody to build it for me. He's like, it'll be done tomorrow. I was like, whoa. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Then I said, I want a bunch of sprinkles because I want to do an ode to LeBron James when he goes to the scorer's table and throws up the chalk. I, I know kids love sprinkles, right? Yeah. So I wanted this, this commercial to really impact children. Because if it impacts children, it makes the parents happy. And then the parents are already going to know who we are just from their youth. Right. I've gotten so much more than I could have bargained for. There's a video of a dog trying to sing it. The dog is actually breaking his neck trying to sing that commercial. (laughs) And it is unbelievable to me. And I'm just like, what is going on? You know, I put together like five or six things and we shot them all. And those are the nuances that make that commercial really great. Just with the other actors, we collaborated and we just really worked hard on this this commercial. And it wasn't just a commercial to us. It was this is your shot, pun. You feel you like that pun? This is your shot. You better sink this putt. <laughs> <laughs> this is a this is a three foot putt for everything. You better sink this putt. No pressure. And I think I think we I think we won the Masters. I do believe you did, man. You did absolutely. Did. I mean, I, yes, I, I I time shift all the time in my. TV mm-hmm. watching, and that's one commercial that I won't fast forward through. No, no matter exactly. how many times, man, it's just so. And everybody so fun. says the same thing. Everybody says the same thing, and usually we be I'd be talking to you from a hotel room, but because of the pandemic, we you know you get a Geico commercial, your your career goes to another level, mm-hmm. right? You re-enter the charts. We re-entered the charts. You go on tour. And you're just never seen again because you're always working, right? But right. we didn't do that because, you know, we're in a pandemic. Now I started to open up. We're about to do a show for a one-year-old child because their parents loves the fact that their child loves that commercial <laughs> and doesn't even know why. And they want to bring us in, pay us to do a show for a one-year-old. <laughs> How is that possible? And all the parents' friends. Because <laughs> <laughs> the one-year-old doesn't know. He just wants a ice does, He doesn't even know. Exactly. <laughs> they're, showing, they're showing off yes, for the neighborhood, yes, DC. Yes. They're showing yes. off for the neighborhood. And those people so I, have too much money. Too much money. <laughs> so I, I took this opportunity. You know, people are like, are you excited? Were you excited? Are you excited? I'm like, I was excited the first two days after we, you know, they called us. But after that, I knew I had work to do. I'm like, how am I going to take advantage of this where it serves me, where I could take my acting or my voiceover or whatever I do to the next level? And I instantly became, I tried to find a publicist and nobody was, could really figure out what to do with it. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Let me join. A, I'm going to do it myself. I joined the organization and these little ladies gave me the game and I haven't stopped running. And that's kind of how we met, right? It's like, yeah, I'm basically a PR firm now. I do tons of 
interviews and podcasts and it's opened me up to avenues that I never thought possible. No matter what the subject is, no matter where it's at, who it is, I have a gift of being able to talk to people in a fashion that is constructive and positive and we have fun. We're going to laugh a lot. Yeah. Right. We've already been laughing a lot yep. because <laughs> this is fun. It is. I mean, this is nothing but fun. So I've turned, you know, I've took lemons and made a lemonade company and then lemonade corporation. <laughs> now I'm franchising that corporation. <laughs> like I've taken it and ran with it and it is blowing me away. The opportunities that are coming my way. You know, I'm, I'm working on Ellen now. I'm working on Good Morning America. Wow. Like all these opportunities and nobody's telling me no. And yeah. it's like, that's what it's about. It's hard okay. and you don't give up. And and Whoop There It Is came out in 1993. 1993. And was absolutely a global phenomenon. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was a hip hop song that was pop, that was dance, that was anywhere and everywhere. Mm-hmm. But like anything... It lives and then it trickles down. And mm-hmm. so the idea that, that the people were smart enough to take this global phenomenon and give it a rebirth gave you guys an entire rebirth and brought the song back. Like you said, it's back on the charts. And it's, it's amazing because I don't even think they were thinking like that. They were just like, they're fans. Think about how many Geico commercials they've done. They're, they're running out of stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and it was just like, you know, they told us how it happened. You know, they were like, man, wouldn't it be cool if we did tag team? Be like, what are we going to do? So the first concept was soup. There it is. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to prepare for that. Listen, Jerry Seinfeld soup Nazi situation. <laughs> what is this? Right. That's what I'm thinking. And I'm like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. And they were like, no, 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 no. We're going to do ice cream. Mm. And I was like, ah, okay. <laughs> That's cool. It just worked out because we all working together. Like artists rarely work with the ad agency, right? It's usually what? A publicist, then the manager, mm-hmm. then the record company or whatever. Artists rarely sees anybody in the ad agency. I've dived in head first. You know what I'm saying? I, I know everybody in, in the Martin agency. I had a meeting with the CEO this morning. They understand what I'm doing. They follow me on social media because I go hard. I give ideas. I'm like, wouldn't it be great if we had a scoop? There it is challenge. And I get a call from Wacko. We want to be a part of that scoop. There it is challenge, man. What, what, are you, what are you talking about? Everybody starts calling like, so what is this scoop? There it is challenge. And, I, and that's how I know people are watching me. Yeah. yeah. So it's very important. The moves that I make have a positive impact on people and can be cultivated into something that keeps this thing going. Not just watching you, man, but relating to you and relating to what you're doing. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's unreal how many people are responding to this yeah. in a way that is just, you know, you got your, I've listened, I've looked at this 10,000 times and it doesn't get old. And, and now I'm campaigning to win all the awards. I, I don't care about winning the award. I want to be nominated. Mm-hmm. I can use the press release. Yeah. <laughs> I can use the press juice, right? I can use, I can do a press release and then impose my will upon people. I can say, you know, tag team is 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 a you know nominated for this award, and DC is being now being trained with by Tiger Woods to be a better golfer. <laughs> Everybody will fall for it, right? <laughs> then Tiger Woods will be like, hey man, I, I kind of you know I want to I want to help you out, man. You, just, you, you create your own luck. That's how you use press releases, yeah, right? You right. create your own luck, but it has to be something that grabs people, and then you impose your will upon who you want to impose your will upon through the press release. And I guarantee you somebody who knows that person whose kids love that, that, that commercial say, Hey, DC gave you a shout out. He said he wants to do this, that, and that, that might be possible. Mm -hmm. And 
you know, you don't, you know, it's not a quid pro quo. It's just you're throwing things out. You're throwing positive things out in the universe, planting positive seeds and waiting for for trees to grow. That's all it is. Yeah. And the more seeds you put out there, you might look up next year and one of them seeds you planted five years ago is now a redwood tree. You know, and it just, I'm <laughs> yeah. serious. Yeah, it, definitely. It, it, yeah. it works that way. It does. And well, I've, I've been in the music industry so long that I understand these things. And I understand it's the long game. When you get when you get older or when you get long, you understand it's the long game. <laughs> 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 it's easy to say it's a long game. But when you're young, you're like, long game? I want it now. That's it. Right? Yeah. So it, it definitely, I definitely love this stage of my life because I continuously get to be young again. There's nothing better than that when you you're 54. <laughs> I remember the, I remember yeah, the poster 54. from yeah. my youth with the two vultures in the tree and one one looking down and saying, "Patience, my ass, I'm going to kill something." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, man. you and I have something in common, DC. You found out that this song was going to be a hit. You were a DJ in a gentleman's yeah. club. When mm-hmm. I when I moved back from Atlanta to Louisville. There were no radio gigs open. So I got a job in a gentleman's club. This one young lady, and this was before they passed the, you can't go nude in the club unless you're yeah, not yeah. drinking. But I had this one young lady was on a stage and she jumped off the stage and ran up to the DJ booth and ran underneath the table. And I was oh, like, yeah. and I was like, can I help you? And she went, my uncle's in here. She my went, uncle's best no, friend she is was, here. Take me off the list. My dad just walked in. <laughs> hey, man, I can tell you I've got 20 stories like that. Yeah, yeah. 20, was, that is the most That is the most terrifying thing to a dancer mm-hmm. that could ever happen because it is such a shock. They know that it would be just devastating for their father to see them yeah. butt naked in a strip club. Yeah. Can you just imagine that, man? No, that, that, just Anybody but him. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God, anybody with him or his best friend, or you know, yeah. it's even best friends and uncles and yeah. stuff like that. So it's like it just that life taught me a lot. Yeah. Oh yeah. Taught me a lot. <laughs> you know, you're with the worst elements in life, right? Yep. You know, you with the you with everything. But we're almost on the outside looking in because we're in the DJ booth. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And we get to observe and we get to drive the bus, right? Yep. So we're in a different position than there. We're not out there in the Serengeti where you know, the lions are trying to eat the impalas and <laughs> in the, you know what I'm saying? we're in the DJ booth in a nice cage, just observing it like, you know, natural Nat Geo wild. <laughs> and we're the voiceover for the whole, the whole show. Right. <laughs> so I, I, I love every bit of that experience, but experience, but I did not want to be a 50 year old DJ. Yeah. You know, yeah. Club, you know exactly. what I mean? I laid a lot of money. There was I knew there was more to it. You know, the club allowed me to hone my talents and SEO, website mm-hmm. development, radio spots, making movie trailers, making TV advertisements, everything that you need to make your business successful. I got to practice it on the club. And now that set the stage for me to do it with acting or in voiceover and anything I want to do. I know how to be the engine for my own self. You know how you, they say, you know, jack of all trades, master of none. Mm-hmm. Well, the older you get, you're going to become, you're going to gain mastery in some of that stuff. That's how it's worked for me. I know we're not talking too much about golf right now, but we will all this stuff get there. Is relevant because it, it, it matters, right? It, yeah. you know, if you're a golfing and you think it's easy, it's not, it's a lifelong endeavor. It's one mm-hmm. of the things you can't never quit. Really never master. And totally. never master. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's why you can never quit. 
because you're never going to master it. Yep. You're going to, I mean, it's a physical game and people don't even know that all the torque and all the, the havoc that it wreaks on your body doing something that everybody thinks is easy. Yeah. And it's, it's difficult. That's why I don't play golf because it's not easy. It's, it's too hard. <laughs> and, and it's too hot. <laughs> It'd be hot outside. And I can't, uh, you know, I, I have played golf before. You know, my earliest memories playing golf was still in my father's clubs because he had a set of clubs mm-hmm. and going over to the high school and just hitting balls and trying to hit them like a baseball bat. And it was just like, no, yeah. no, yeah. don't do it like that. And then my brother used those same clubs and he would take uh, golf lessons at City Park. And then he started teaching me some things. So then we would practice, you know, hitting balls together. Mm-hmm. It, I, I just wasn't good at it. And then every time I went to putt-putt golf, I was the worst. I sucked at putt-putt golf. You suck at putt-putt golf. You don't got a chance. You don't got a chance. But then I remember as I got older, when I got to college, my boy Johnny Z, he took he 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 lived on a golf course. You know, I got golf courses and all the houses are around mm-hmm. around the, mm-hmm. around the golf course in California. And he was like, "Man, let's go golf." And I was like, "Man, oh. I was like, all right, cool." And I really concentrated. I was just the first tee. I just helped got my grip together and just kept my eye on the ball. And I must have hit that ball straight for three hundred yards. Ooh. That and everybody you. was like, whoa, you know where'd you learn how to golf? And I was like, hey, man, I, I, I do this, right? You know, my, my ego it got, the, got the best of me because I thought maybe I can do this, right? Second hole, whack, boom. <laughs> it, like, it was like a sign saying, go this way. <laughs> we got to take a quick break, There was man. a sign that goes this way. And then it was just downhill after that. And then I got tired and hot. Yeah. And all those days. And then it was like, I quit. We got to take a quick break here. We're, we're, really with, quit. we're with DC Glenn uh, from Tag Team and also from your all-time favorite Geico commercial. And mm-hmm. we're going to tell some more golf stories. And we're going to uh, laugh a lot more when we come right back. So hang out with us. We are the approach shop. Hey, guys. Are you wedding ring shopping or do you remember when you were? It was and should have been all about your wife. But what about you? I'm guessing not so much or even who cares. Well, that means you don't know about manly bands. Manly bands are the coolest rings for men made out of materials like tungsten, wood, dinosaur bone, antler, and even gold. Well, when I say these things are cool, I'm talking about rings from their MLB collection or the Jack Daniels Whiskey Barrel collection to name a few. And golfers, check out the double eagle in the manly band sports collection made of cobalt chrome. It's perfect for any golfer. And if you're married and have a ring already, get another one. You don't own just one ball cap, do you? Here's a special offer for listeners of The Approach Shot. Order your Manly Band and get 21% off plus a free silicone ring. Just go to manlybands.com slash approach. That's manlybands.com slash approach for 21% off. Manly Bands, the best damn rings, period. And thanks for hanging and coming back. This is the Approach Shot. I am John Ashton. He is Neil Michaels. I'm Neil Michaels. Yes, I am. DC Glenn is with us mm-hmm. from Tag Team AKA. and Michael like Savior, aka Sprinkles. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta tell you the story, man. Last week was yeah. Last week was the first time somebody recognized me. At all this time, really. I went and got a Coke Zero. I slipped my card. She's like, no, 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 no. You got to put the chip in, Sprinkles. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, no, you didn't. She was like, I don't care. Me and my daughter love that commercial. Like, 
you used and to I was be like, DC you know what? the brain supreme, and now you're sprinkled. <laughs> now I'm sprinkled. I'm like, oh my god, here we go. And and I said, you know what? Thank you. That made yeah. my day. Yeah, because yeah. you know, in in a roundabout way, it did. Then I went to the gym two days later. One of the old school trainers was there, and he hadn't seen me in a while. He saw me and couldn't even hold it together and just started blabbing. That's DC from the Geico commercial, everybody. Hey, man, come here, DC. I haven't seen you with me. And I'm just like, shut up. And everybody's looking. He's like, he's in that Geico commercial. And everybody's like, yeah, we know. And I was like, wait a minute. Y'all know, but y'all didn't run up on me. I said, I appreciate y'all because I know how hard it must have been for you guys to be sitting watching TV like, I know that guy from somewhere. Mm-hmm. Where yeah. do I know that guy from somewhere? <laughs> and I know it took him a while. <laughs> right? It's like, that's the guy that's at the gym all the time. The big black dude at the gym. That's him. I know it is. I can imagine how many stories it was on that, man. It's just, it's been fun, man. I'm having a ball, man. This is uh, the reason I stayed at strip club so long because the strip club is the ultimate fountain of youth. Oh, yeah. It is. As soon as I got out the strip club, a month later, I was an old dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the Disney cartoons where the, where the witch is all beautiful yeah. and she lose her power and she turned into an old crab. That's how it was. It was like, oh my God, I'm an old dude. I don't like this. I don't like that anymore. I don't like this, that, or that. Oh my God, what's going on? Like transition that you go through in life and it's for the better. And clubs are a dark hole. You just don't realize it while you're in it. You know, yeah. so yeah. I, you became I'm, respectable. I'm, yeah, it became respectable. And you, you know, you have to you have to adjust. You can't just talk to people in your kind of way like you can in the club. <laughs> <laughs> have to be polite and stuff. Damn. Yeah, you gotta be polite. <laughs> <laughs> can't grab on booty anymore. <laughs> Get you thrown out of office. Just you, have, you, have to be, you have to be a gentleman now. So <laughs> there's no problem with that because my mother raised a good man. So I'm okay with that. I'm okay yeah. with that. But this is fun, man. I can't. I can't even complain. And it's, the thing is, is that we really never went anywhere. We always do NBA halftime shows and NFL halftime show. We've been doing shows forever. Mm-hmm. We'll do television performances. We'll go overseas. We we spent a year, not a year, but a month in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. Mm. I'm performing in the jungles of the Amazon, <laughs> driving up the side of a mountain, under across rivers coming into a soccer stadium with 100 speakers on one side 100 speakers on the other and just hearing music like i'm just louder than i've ever heard it and they're all waiting for us Mm. and it was the most incredible thing i had ever witnessed just to be able to experience things like that in your lifetime is just a blessing because a lot of people don't get to experience things like that even just going into rural parts of america like, I love to do shows because I know I'm going to some place I haven't been before. The cities are the cities, but when you go to the middle of Wisconsin, but when you go to the middle of Idaho to do a show, mm-hmm. and everybody wants to see you, yeah. it's like you see things that make you understand America a lot better. If you're smart enough, you can appreciate it. You're better for it. But, you know, a lot of people stuck where, they, where they're at. They're not budging physically or mentally. <laughs> I don't want to learn anything new. Exactly. <laughs> Now, listen, you, you've, we were talking about this before. You've got a sweet setup because you do a lot of voiceover work. And for people who don't know this about you, because they know you from Tag Team and they know you from the commercials, but you also did some voice work on the movie Elf back in 03, in Shark Tale in 04, in Rio. So you've been doing a voice on, on a lot of kids' movies. And you would mention that kids are important to you on because of the ice cream phase of this. The voiceover work, do you, 
do you like doing the kids' movies? So let me tell you something. I'm going to be honest with you. You're looking at my IMDb page. That IMDb page is only for the times that Woomp There It Is has been in a movie. But everybody, if cast director, people look at him like, oh, my God, you've been in all these movies? <laughs> and just like, cause it's, it's extensive, isn't it? That list goes, that goes all the way back to 1993. And it's, it's, it's funny, but... It has helped me get into doors because people see that there's a body of work there. Mm-hmm. And even if it is the song, it is it, relevant. And, and, and you go back to your question. 1995, we did a song with Disney called Mickey Unwrapped. That started my voiceover career because I taught the voices, the wife and hu- husband and wife team of Mickey and Minnie Mouse had a rap deep in the bowels of Disney. <laughs> I'll never forget it because that influenced my voiceover. Mm-hmm. And since then, you know, I'd always wanted to start training for voiceover, but I didn't really, you know, but I did radio. So I'm doing it in my DC, the brain Supreme voice. You know what I mean? My mm-hmm. yelling and rapping and what's up, son, and all that, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not doing in the, you know, Wednesday night at seven on ABC. <laughs> yes. I'm not doing that voice. <laughs> it took me years to get to that point because I started training in 2009. It's ironic because in 2009, when I started training, I'm thinking, you know, they're, they're telling me, like, you're not getting it. You're not getting it, D.C. And I'm like, no, nah, y'all not getting it. You know, my hubris got the best of me because at this point, I'm thinking I could whoop there it is my way through anything. Mm-hmm. Right. That's not the, the case. You know, I, I wasn't listening. I wasn't I didn't understand the language I had to go through. It was the hardest thing I ever had to do. And I didn't really understand it till the pandemic. When I went back, I said, what are you going to do? Can't go shows. Can't do this. You got what are you going to do to earn income or just to keep your sanity. I said, voiceover, reinvent yourself on voiceover. And I went back to the beginning because I record every class I take. It was amazing. It it, it was so cringeworthy hearing my first actual script that I read. Mm. I almost threw up, right? (laughs) (laughs) I I almost threw up. But I was like, wait a minute, let me do this over and listen to their notes. Now I'm an actor and I understand the vocabulary and I understand what they were trying to tell me. And it was angelic. And I've been doing it. I mean, I've been, I was booking before that, but 2020 was one of the best years of my life because I shot my first movie, shot my second movie, tons of voiceovers. I've done a TV show. I just booked a TV show last week. Now, for me, the sky's the limit. And then here comes Geico. (laughs) Geico is the button on the whole thing. And now this Geico has turned into a hit record, a monumental hit record as a hit commercial, which is 10 times better because everybody gets to see me and what I look like simultaneously at the same time. Back in the day with 93, we used to have used carrier pigeons to get the (laughs) word out, right? (laughs) Remember the days when you would call your friend and say, hey, man, what's going on, man? Can I come over? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right? Can I come over? Do you remember dialing? I am so glad that we have lived in both sides of this Mm -hmm. world. Agreed. To where we had an upbringing where we had to be self-sufficient. Our parents worked. They left us at home. So we had to we had to learn how to cook, learn how to be on our own. My daughters can't believe that I used to answer the phone not knowing who was on the other end. We used to ride our bikes everywhere and we used to go out downtown and the kids cannot do what we did. I am so thankful for that because, you know, it, it gives you a foundation and it lets you know where you always are. And this technology is just an asset to all the lessons 
the real life lessons that you learned growing up. Speaking of foundations, we're going to rock yours here in a minute because we got to do a six pack of questions for, for DC. Oh, let's go. I'm ready. Yeah. Are you ready? Hey, man. We will be right back and we will do it mm-hmm. on the approach side. I want to talk to you about a company called Supply. Supply brings the barbershop-style shaving experience right into the convenience of your own home. You know, the Single Edge is a fully metallic single-blade razor designed to provide the closest, most comfortable shave ever. And using a single blade to shave minimizes the risk of irritation, bumps, and ingrown hairs. It's great for head shaving, and it's great for women, too. The Single Edge comes with three proprietary shave settings. There's sensitive, there's comfortable, and there's ultra close. So you can customize your shave to your preferences. The best part is the injector blades the Single Edge uses are non-proprietary. That means they've been in production for hundreds of years and you can buy them from multiple brands. A three-month supply costs you about six bucks. So you save a ton in the long run. Shaving cream and post-shave are alcohol-free. Skincare products are water-free. And they all have no harmful chemicals and are organic, sustainable, and food grade. All products come with a 100-day trial and a lifetime warranty. Go to Supply.co and use the promo code GOLF15 to save 15%. That's Supply.co. Could COVID really cost you your home? Well, cybercrime is up 75%, but the type you really need to worry about is home title theft, which is why you need home title lock. Cyber criminals are after our homes, and it's easier than you'd think. The title documents to our homes are online now. The thief finds your home's title and forges your signature on a quick claim deed stating you sold your home, and he's the new owner. Then he takes out loans on your home and leaves you in debt. You won't know until late payments or eviction notices arrive. Insurance doesn't cover you, and neither do common identity theft programs. For pennies a day, Home Title Lock protects your most valuable asset. The instant Home Title Lock detects someone tampering with your home's title, they help shut it down. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and register your address to see if you're already a victim and receive 30 free days of protection with promo code RADIO. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. And we are back with the approach shot. Neil has been working on his questions for DC Glenn. We're ready, man. Hit it. We're going to do these fast and furious style. DC question one, which would you prefer a full house for? DC the rapper or DC the DJ? DC the rapper. Yeah, okay. because it's hard to perform in front of 10 people. <laughs> As a DJ, I could just I could just just dive into DJing and the art of DJing, right? Mm-hmm. But you know, we're tag team and we bring energy, so therefore our energy begets energy. But I'll get out there and pretend I'm doing energy, but I would much rather have a house full of people for tag team than a house full for DJ. I could DJ with just two people. Yeah. And I'd be hyped and crunk and the whole thing because I'm first and foremost, I'm always going to be a DJ and that's my first love. So that's easy. Yeah. Okay. Question two, since you did have some experience in golf, albeit not the greatest, what's your favorite golf word? Mm. My favorite golf word. All in one. <laughs> That's hyphenated. That's much better than that. That's hyphenated. <laughs> it's hyphenated. That counts. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't get all much right. better than that one right there. It, it, all kind of good stuff come from that. That's about the best one. Or let's see. Nah, it's not four. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not four. <laughs> yeah. Uh, four. Hole in one is it? Yeah. Hole in one. Yeah. Question three. 
Geico says 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. If the universe gave you 15 minutes to do absolutely anything, what would you do with it? Right now, sleep. (laughs) (laughs) I was expecting some really deep, thought-provoking answer. No, man, right now, sleep. Because every waking hour of the day, I am living that question. For us, the clock is ticking. I'm not that old, but the clock is ticking. Yeah. So every minute means something. I still have things to do. So for me, sleep mm-hmm. and rest so my body don't give out is more important than anything because I don't have any problem with work. I can work. I, I love work. I love well, the work. I love the challenge. And I love that it's hard. That leads right into question four, which is what's the one thing you can't live without on a daily basis? Mm. Well, I could tell you it's starting to be coffee. Mm, that was coffee, my answer, man. <laughs> coffee. I ha, I found this this coffee flavored in caramel and butterscotch. Ooh. And then I use sweet cream with a dab of butter. And I swear it's like drinking a chocolate milkshake with a with a cup of good coffee and a a buttered a butterscotch that you get at the bank counter. <laughs> all of those in one. Yeah, that's not coffee. That's, that's literally scoop. There it is. <laughs> literally scoop with, with a scoop of ice cream in it. Literally scoop. There it is. Literally. Question literally, five, man. Whoop! There it is. Was a global phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Who contacted you? Once it became a global phenomenon that blew your mind. It's a, it's a small story. I got to tell it, though. We made that as just a song. Whoop, there it is a song about us having fun in the club on Friday night, right? We recorded it, and I had to go to work that night. And I popped the cassette in to the tape, the tape recorder. For those who don't know, a tape recorder is where you had a cassette tape, which is <laughs> the form of a MP3 now, which used to be a cassette tape or a disc or a track tape. You put it in this apparatus, which is called a tape recorder, and it plays music. Okay, <laughs> For those who don't know, and that's the biggest response as a DJ I ever had on a record. And fast forward, I... Gave every label a chance, and they were all like, yeah, we love it. But they were giving me the runaround, and I almost gave up. So they told me to call a guy named Al Bell, called him. Took him a week to hit me back. He called me, and I was, I was like, Mr. Bell, I got a hit record. You need, to, you need to work with us. And he was like, okay. And I was like, what do you mean? You haven't even heard the record. He was like, I don't have to hear the record. I hear it in your spirit. Mm. And a year and a half, I mean, a month and a half, we were platinum. And it has been the greatest experience and the greatest honor of my life. And I take full responsibility for all my mistakes because I was a young man and you make mistakes as a young man. But Mm -hmm. if I didn't take the path I took then, I'm not sitting here with one of the biggest ad commercials probably in history. And I'm not going to say that, but I'm sitting here with one of the biggest ad commercials in history. (laughs) He's <laughs> all right. I'll in history, I'll, I'll yeah, fill yeah, in that yeah, blank, right? man. You know, and because it's not done. Like I knew when I knew from that day, the day that we made it, I knew I had some. But we are, we knew we had. We, you know, artists you think every song is just the most incredible thing. But when I heard it that night, when I went to work, I knew, mm-hmm. and it was just a matter of getting to a label that could get it out there. And then right after that, the Bulls won the championship. <laughs> and because the Bulls won their third championship, half a million people were in Grand Park chanting, whoop, there it is, because it had started growing. Yeah. And that was the thing that catapulted it. I got one more question. In your, I'm sorry. Since we are the approach life, in your approach to life, what rule do you live by? The rule I live by 
is you give what you want first. Ooh. Just give what you want first mm-hmm. and don't expect nothing in return. And then stay on offense. You know, just keep pushing. Don't think about it. Just do it. You know, just you got to keep pushing because the more you the more you push, the more you're on offense. Everything else takes care of itself. Yeah, you keep up with keep up with that. Just do it stuff. And Nike will be calling you for a commercial next. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I told you that's why I do so many. I'm creating a narrative. So those little nuggets out there, it's all good, man. Fantastic to meet you, DC. We appreciate you spending hey, time. It's, with it's been a pleasure to be with you guys. I'm I'm very very happy. Hi, this is Neil Michaels. Did you know that two out of three men will experience some form of hair loss by the time they're 35? And lucky me, I'm one of them. Thanks, Grandpa, for the crummy hair jeans. Thank goodness now there's Keeps, the simple, stress-free way to keep your hair. Before Keeps, I keeps my hair all right in my brush, in the sink, and I definitely keeps my hair on the floor. Well, with Keeps, you get convenient virtual doctor consultations and medications delivered in discreet packaging right to your door every three months without ever leaving home. Best of all, Keeps treatments start at just $10 a month. Isn't keeping your hair worth 10 bucks a month? Listen, right now, for listeners of The Approach Shot, your first month's treatment is absolutely free. Treatments can take four to six months to see results, so the sooner you start using Keeps, the sooner you will see results. Seriously, if you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash approach to receive your first month of treatment for free. You have to use this special web address to receive this offer. That's keeps.com slash approach to get your first month free. keeps.com slash approach. If you want a good cigar, you go to a good cigar shop. You want the best, you go to Famous Smoke Shop. Let us deliver your favorite cigars right to your doorstep at America's lowest price. Famous started out as a small shop in New York City. Now we're putting our 80 years experience in the business to work making deals in the cigars you love. From wallet-friendly everyday smokes to high-end luxury cigars to mark a lifetime achievement. Let us show you with this exclusive Famous offer. Go to FamousSmoke.com and pick from more than 8,000 cigar brands, fresh and ready to ship from our client-controlled 24,000 square foot humidor. Then check out with the promo code 24U. That's 20-F-O-R-Y-L-U and we'll take $20 off your order of $99 or more. Every purchase you make is backed by our famous freshness guarantee. Get real cigars from a real cigar shop and save $20. Now with the promo code 24U. Ship direct to you from FamousSmoke.com. That's FamousSmoke.com. And now, it's time for... Golf is a funny game! Back to your hosts, John Ashton and Neil Michaels. Well, golf is a funny game. It is. Whether he says it or we say it. That's true. And we're going to prove it yet again and welcome in and say hello to Jeff Macalino. Hey guys, how are you? Good, Jeff. How you doing? I am doing very well. Down in sunny Florida. (laughs) Well, Jeff is a uh, fellow podcaster and also has done some stand-up. And just before we came on, we were talking about an open mic night that you had done 
that you had claimed didn't go all that well. Yeah, my approach was bad. When I do writing, I tend to write a lot of stories. And on open mics, you get five minutes. Telling a story in that amount of time doesn't leave you a lot of time to add in a lot of jokes if you want to actually get from start to finish. I'm so grateful I had a friend there who recorded it because afterwards I thought, I'm just going to die now. I I want to disappear. (laughs) Uh, I I got four laughs the whole time. And I realized afterwards... I made like seven jokes the whole time. So (laughs) percentage-wise, I consider that a good night for an open mic night. (laughs) Just bad approach. (laughs) As you had said, you're a baseball fan. That would have put you in the Hall of Fame. Right. Four out of seven. That that had to be the highest batting average of any comic at the open mic night. Because usually (laughs) they use it to just work out material, see what's funny. Which you can do with a story. But if you do it with a story, don't expect a lot of laughs. Right. That's right. It all builds to the one spot. And that spot better work. Thank God that did. Or I don't, I, I, I might've just shot myself on the stage or something. I don't know. What, I would have just melted into a puddle. How do, how do you it's get possible. yourself psyched to when you get like halfway through and you go, this is not going over well and just keep yourself from saying, Oh, screw it. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> you know, and walk well, off. I almost got to that point, believe it or not, because I had a joke in the beginning. So I thought I'm going to set myself up with a slam dunk joke in the beginning. And I had six friends and family members there and there was only 30 people in the club or so i thought i set myself up with a slam dunk i know at least i'm going to get laughs from those six people crickets <laughs> <laughs> so, so another minute in where i'm not doing jokes i'm just telling the backstory i i forget what i even said but i got it like an accidental joke in there uh-huh. uh and and it got laughs and this was about two and a half minutes into the act. It, it kind of brought me back to life a little bit because mm-hmm. I, I might have just petered out another 30 seconds later if I didn't accidentally drop a drop a joke in there. What stories have you told that absolutely kill? Um, so the, even the story I told on the night I bombed was actually about going to my annual physical to my doctor. All my lab work was tremendous. And he asked me if I had any concerns. And I said, I'm, well, sometimes I get suicidal. He just completely ignored that. He, I said, I'd like to lose weight, you know, just to have sex for free at some point. Uh, he completely <laughs> ignored that. And, and then I said, eh, I, I'm actually not too concerned about weight loss because I know when I stop drinking, the weight will drop right off me. I, <laughs> that, that made him interested. How much do you drink? He then goes over to his computer and pulls up Google and Google's alcohol use disorder. He then reads me the definition off of Wikipedia. Then he scrolls down the page and gives me a quiz to see if he should diagnose me with alcohol use disorder that he found on Google. So this whole time I'm sitting there and, and shockingly, I didn't get diagnosed. I was able to pass this internet quiz, but I'm just sitting there like, did this guy actually go to medical school? What? Yeah, so I'm still working on different endings to that story, but that story has been uh, pretty good to me. Yeah. I do love the fact that he just skipped over the whole suicidal part. I guess he thinks there's nothing he could do about that. <laughs> right, right. Typically, see, once it left my mouth, I'm like, oh, no, this is this might you don't want to say that. Yeah, there goes your 72 hours, man. Exactly. And, and <laughs> no, he just just kind of nodded his head, didn't say a word. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't there an old joke about the guy who says he feels suicidal and the doctor tells him he's got to pay up front? <laughs> The doctor I went to previous to him, her second youngest patient was my mother. Okay. I was by far the youngest person. So her annual physical was a one-size-fits-all, which included a, a rectal exam. Uh-huh. Mm. 
And uh, when she left and this guy took over her practice, I go in for my annual physical and I had not thought about it until that day. And he says, did your old doctor give you a rectal exam? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, you don't need to do that until you're 50. So we've got plenty of time <laughs> for that. She and just I, did it because she liked it. <laughs> apparently, I was getting that unnecessary exam every year. and I, She had small fingers, and I still couldn't sit down for a week. But he has big hands, so when I shook his hand... Thank I God was, for small favors. <laughs> <laughs> well, when, when he said, I don't have to do that for a while, I said, what if, you, what if I pay you extra? <laughs> he didn't find that funny. <laughs> Can I interview the rest of your doctors and shake hands with all of them just so that when I'm 49, I might be able to switch? Yeah, well, I know I know if I'm still alive in 15 years, I'm going to have to go doctor shopping. That's kind of the... <laughs> and I also said, I know I can use Google now. I'm just going to make a website, give them fake symptoms, and just make sure my website pops up on Google so that whatever I want them to prescribe me, you know, medicinal marijuana, whatever it might be, well, it says so on this Google thing, so... Are you still doing stand-up and the podcasts, or is has COVID sort of cooled off the stand-up? It cooled it off for me for quite a while, but I am back to doing it uh, once a week, open mics uh, here locally. Luckily in Florida, things got opened, reopened very quickly. Honestly, you know, aside from wearing a mask, it's not a lot different. So, you know, you go on stage, you're far apart from everyone, so you can go ahead, get your five minutes in. So I'm getting back to doing that. And uh, no, if anything, someone uh, made a joke. Uh, maybe you should pick one, the podcast or the stand-up. And uh, your podcast is a little funnier, I think. So. <laughs> <laughs> but neither of them are making any money, so. <laughs> oh, no, what? <laughs> Yeah, that's the uh, that's the problem. Yeah. What you should do is, is record the podcast, go up on stage, and just hit play. <laughs> that actually would be a funny bit just to see what people would react <laughs> if someone just went up to, with their phone, put it up to the microphone, <laughs> just played it for five minutes. That's my time. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Write it down. And if it works, <laughs> give us credit. Well, it's, I write things down all the time that I go back to. And unfortunately, I go through so many notebooks and I have them in so many different places. I have it at my desk at work, my couch downstairs, my my car. So by the time I get back and look through them, sometimes I'm like, why did I write this? What exactly? the hell does this mean? <laughs> I should have explained more. I drink I too had... much to remember what I meant. <laughs> I the better thing are voice memos on your phone, especially when you don't remember leaving them. They're never good. No. They don't make any sense, right? <laughs> A couple weeks ago, I left a, this would be a great ending to a movie, and I just had nonsense come out of my mouth for two minutes that made no sense and would not be a great end to a movie. <laughs> but at the time, I seemed very happy with it. I did have a friend who did open mics and was going to get into stand-up and thought the best idea was to write some keywords on their hand so that when they went up, that would keep them, you know, at least on track. And so he gets up and, and his hands had gotten so sweaty that it just turned into just one <laughs> big blue blob on his hand. He had no idea. I don't go up there even with a notebook, which is dangerous for someone who's still relatively new in it. Mm -hmm. I mean, most, most people will bring a notebook or cheat sheet of some kind. But yes, I've heard do not use your hand as a, yeah. as a notepad. My, my personality, I felt like someone listening to you who talks about drinking a lot and stuff like that, do you think they would expect you to walk up there with a notebook 
nah, you're just going off the cuff. So (laughs) I kind of took that advice as, yeah, that's if that's the persona I'm going for, let's try to be consistent as possible. Uh, If you get funny people together, even if even if one or two of the three are funny, Mm -hmm. they can carry a conversation, you know? Exactly. I had a a partner who was one of the funniest women I've ever met. Our whole shtick was we just tell stories, usually about our kids. And I was just telling about how my daughter, we went to visit my parents up in Maine. My dad was at the time a minister. My daughter, we were out cooking out on the back and they had this itty bitty little two person gas grill because they're only two people, right? We were cooking in shifts because with the family coming up to visit, there were like 13 of us. My daughter, who was like six at the time, said, Grampy, you should get a big ass grill like daddy has. (laughs) <laughs> and and my mother looked at her like how are you let your kid talk like that and i was like mom what she said was you need to get a big gas grill <laughs> kids cussing is hilarious yes, even more so when they don't know they get it yes exactly <laughs> you have kids right you have a son yeah i have a son who is eight and a daughter who's 11 my son one time used I forget what word it was but he cussed but it was like so smooth and fluid and I'm like don't say that but it wasn't like gratuitous so I'm not going to yell at you it it fit the conversation somehow usually kids when they try to cuss they're you know they're flagrant about it they just throw it out there where it doesn't work I'm like that worked and he was repeating something I had yelled at the tv the day before so oh that hurts (laughs) well I made the rule I said when I'm watching a Saints game or if I'm driving you can't repeat anything I say those are the two times i'm not responsible for filtering myself or censoring myself you just have to promise you won't repeat it i i forgot to leave out when i'm watching lightning games so that's that's when i yelled (laughs) it and he thought he was good to go with you know what's funny about that as as we're all parents and we all say that you know don't repeat what i say if blah 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 and then you go out and you yell cuss words at the tv or at a drive or something which of those things do you think the kid remembers the rule or the cussing <laughs> it's absolutely the funny thing daddy screamed at the the bus who cut him off <laughs> yeah that's right that's absolutely it or remember when brandon coleman fumbled the ball in 2015 and you screamed some really bad words at the tv i'm like <laughs> You couldn't remember what you did at school today. How do you remember that? <laughs> a little shameless self-promotion, man. What What are you doing? Anything anybody can access and uh, enjoy along with you? Yeah, you can uh, go and check out my podcast. It's the Jeff Macalino podcast, M-A-C-O-L-I-N-O. I think pretty much anywhere you can find podcasts. I try to have fun guests on and try to be funny and uh, sometimes learn some things. So Jeff Macalino podcast. And are you going to be doing any stand-up someplace that people can come see and Florida? Probably most Tuesdays at a place called Coconuts on St. Pete Beach and they at least claim to be Florida's oldest comedy club. I haven't fact-checked that, but sounds, sounds good. It does sound good. Right, Coconuts, St. Pete Beach, Jeff Macalino podcast. Check them out. And Jeff, thanks uh, for spending some time with us here on The Approach Shot. Texting enrolls you into recurring automated text messages. Message and data rates may apply. Men, want to feel younger, stronger, leaner? You don't have to slow down after 40. Frank Thomas found the secret to staying in shape with the energy and drive of his 20s. Man, you look like you could still hit it a mile. I feel great, too. What gives? After 40, men slow down. It's harder to stay in shape. Why? Our free testosterone levels drop. 
It happened to me. And then I found Nugenics Total Tea. New Nugenics Total Tea is our most powerful man-boosting formula ever because it boosts your free testosterone and your total testosterone. Nugenics Total Tea helps provide even more energy, performance, testosterone, and muscle-boosting ingredients for even better results. To get your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea, text GRIT to 321321. Samples are not available in stores. Well, wait. What are you going to do something about it now? I got to try Nugenics Total Tea. Text GRIT to 321321 for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea. That's G-R-I-T to 321321. Once again, we have done it. We have brought you some stellar and luminary personalities. And if you don't get enough DC Glenn on the Geico commercials, then just tune this back in. Yeah. You'll hear him talk about it. There you go. Awesome. Sounds good to me. What a Listen, terrific guy. Uh, historically speaking, today is, or the, the day that we do this, and it first appears online, this podcast, is the 18th of April. And I'm going to say something, and I want you to fill in the blanks, okay? It was the 18th of April in 75, and hardly a man is now alive who remembers that famous day and year. The Midnight Ride of Paul Revere. Yay! Ding, 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 ding. It's great. That's right. You still remember your East Coast roots. <laughs> I do. I do. You looked at me like there was no shot I was going to come up with that. Because Californians are like, what? Paul Revere. And yeah. the Raiders? Yeah. Right. In Boston, it's a holiday. It's called Patriot's Day. Ah. Yeah. And that's why they have the Boston Marathon on this particular day. I didn't put that together. Yeah. Very More nice. useless and information. Again, for, this, for this second time in this particular podcast... You've made a lot of people yawn. <laughs> Stick to the entertainment. Because that, that was from a poem by Longfellow. And they say Longfellow is witty, but Greenleaf was wittier, which is hmm. an English major joke. <laughs> Ooh, I wonder how hard it would be to get another co-host. <laughs> One who sticks to like golf and comedy. <laughs> The History Channel presents John Ashton and his huge audience of six. <laughs> but it's the smartest six. I live with it. Uh, come back next week and we'll talk more about golf. In the meantime, say something about bagpipes, would you? The same people invented golf and called it a game, then invented bagpipes and called it music. And life is a gift. Go open. You've been listening to The Approach Shot with the Weekend Golf Guys. If you like this week's episode, be sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you download your podcasts. And find us on the web at ApproachShot.net. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. You only want what's best for your baby. And so does BJ's. BJ's offers a variety of baby products that will take you from playtime to bath time to bedtime and beyond. Shop now through September 24th at BJ's for $3 off Johnson's, Aveeno, or Desitin baby products. Only the best will do when it comes to caring for your little ones and for parents, too. Give your baby that special care and save big at BJ's.